Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. All right, overnight crowders, it is time to chat with our regular contributor on a Monday into Tuesday. Paul Bonza joins us once again from SENSA. Bonds, great to have you. How are you, mate? G'day, Jen. I'm fantastic. Had a really good weekend, a busy weekend. Caught a couple of games of Stanford footy and uh, watched a lot of AFL and, and a bit of basketball. It was a jam-packed weekend. I bet it was. Before we get to your sample and even a bit of basketball that I would like to ask you about, let's start with AFL as we traditionally do. A big weekend again for, well, round 19 in general just threw up some interesting games. Let's start with the Crows, uh, I guess, another loss for them, um, which probably to be expected, but um, 33-point deficit to Sydney Swans. But there was moments there where there was a lot of competition shown by the Crows, and that impressed me. Yeah, well, the Swans had a nine-goal first quarter, which was unbelievable, and that basically blew the game apart. But the Crows outscored the Swans 10 goals to eight in the final three terms. So um, I guess there's a bit of positive, you know, you can look at some positives there. Um, Rory Laird was fantastic again with 38 disposals. Sam Berry had one of his better games for the Crows. He had 24 disposals and 14 tackles. So a bit of a tackling machine, Sam Berry, and he looks uh, he looks good. But it doesn't get any easier for the Crows. They take on the runaway runaway freight train that is Carlton at home on Saturday night. It really doesn't get any easier for them, the Crows. Um, Laird has just been a name that, uh, look, we have Supercoach here on the overnight crowd. We have our head-to-head league, and Laird is a name that every week is someone that I have absolute FOMO for never having gotten early enough, and now I just definitely can't afford him. Has he always been this consistent, or is this a different level year we're seeing from him? Oh, no, he's always been reasonably consistent. I think just because he's been thrown into the midfield this year because he's playing off half-back, um, but still getting a lot of touches down back. But he, uh, he's been thrown in the midfield, and his last probably six weeks of footy has been very, very good. And, uh, no, he's he's get, he's around the ball more, so he's going to get more of it. Um, and, yeah, he's been... I think he's been averaging well over 30 disposals in the last month. So... Um, Quality player and uh, I guess one of the elder statesmen and the Crows now. He's not that old, but uh, yeah, that look they need to get some games into the younger brigade and you know the likes of Sam Berry um, and uh, the, you know their backline's coming along pretty well. Uh, Jordan Butts down there and um, uh, you know there, there's a few a few kids there that are going well and obviously Darcy Fogarty up forward starting to to show, show some good signs as well. So. Still a long way to go for the Crows, but uh, yeah, they're going in the right direction, I think. Okay, and switching across to the game that Adelaide Oval hosted this weekend, Port Adelaide taking on well, the form team at the moment, the, the number one in the ladder, Geelong Cats. And this game actually had some finals-like intensity and ferocity to it. 
uh, and the the power fell just short um, to what is a, as I said, the form team at the moment. Yeah, look, Geelong led uh, by six goals at half time, and then Port came out and kicked eight goals in the third term, mainly on the back of some really hard work from Sam Powell Pepper. He sort of sparked the revival, and he had 90 disposals and a couple of goals, laid a couple of massive tackles. Uh, so he was very good, probably Port's best player. Um, Mitch Georgiatis took uh, one of the marks of the year, um, which delighted the Port fans and um, got the crowd up and about. Um, but, it, you know, again, they were, Geelong just far too good, composed, and they get the result. Stengel up forward, kick goals again. And uh, Cameron kicked goals for him again. So they're just a very, very good side and probably flag favourites at this point. Yeah, they have to be. Uh, we all will wait and see how that week one goes for them in finals because they've had that recent final sort of curse of how they've played. But they just seem to be the, the form team and their maturity to work their way through from a deficit at three-quarter time and the pressure that Port Adelaide was applying was, again, just put another tick in the box for me for the way Geelong are travelling. Now, Port Adelaide sitting in 11th, 32 points, so eight points now, two games outside the eight. Do you hold a glimmer of hope or is it time to start preparing for next season? Uh, They are still uh, hanging on to some hope. But, Jen, as soon as you use the term, it's mathematically possible (laughs) to make the finals, it's not, Uh, in my opinion. So... Um, I can't see her making the finals now. I will say one thing. Um, it was this morning, overnight, someone has put uh, a sign on. There's a, there's a sign on Port Road. So the, the Alberton Oval is sort of off of Port Road a little bit. It's sort of a block or so back from Port Road. And they've got a big sign on Port Road saying, you know, Port LA Footy Club this way. Uh, someone has put a Sack Hinkley sticker on this sign overnight. So if you woke up this morning, you're driving down Port Road, you would have seen a big Sack Hinkley sticker. So there's some Port fans who aren't too happy with the coach, and it'll be interesting to see. There's been lots of rumours for the last couple of years about whether he's going, whether he's staying. He's been there 10 years and uh, hasn't won a premiership, and the Port, some of the Port faithful aren't happy. Obviously not. The fact that they've even gone and printed the stickers just to be ready for the moments and to plaster them around yeah. town. I wonder where else they'll be. I wonder out there overnight crowd has got a few Port, Port Adelaide supporters. If you are based in Adelaide, let us know if you see any more of these stickers in random locations. But that's a good one, obviously, on the on the sign. Uh, let's yeah. Just, yeah. So have you seen any others other than that one? Bumper sticker. No, we're not talking bumper sticker either. I'm talking like a it was almost a metre-wide sticker <laughs> with big writing. So, um, yeah, someone maybe owned a sign company and uh, <laughs> away they went. Very, but anyway, that's I just very, thought that was a little bit of, little bit of humour. Very, very um, good. Uh, the, yeah, the, the sample, the sample um, switching to the sample, uh, that's getting really interesting as we close towards the end or to finals. There's three weeks left to go in the season. And um, there's only one game between top and fifth position. So North Adelaide and Glenelg sit on top with 11 wins. Adelaide and Nord with 10 wins. And then Sturt with nine wins. And the Eagles are just out of the five with eight wins. So it's a really close competition. And some of those teams play each other in the last three weeks. So it's going to be a cracking finish to the sample competition as well. And what games will be covered on SEN this weekend coming? None. 
because there's a week off. There's a, there's a weird buy. We don't know. <laughs> no one knows why, <laughs> but, but there is just a buy. There's no games at all this week. So I'm actually uh, traveling over to Melbourne this weekend. I'm going to watch the Collingwood Port game at the Jets. So really looking forward to that and popping into headquarters and uh, say hello to the team in Melbourne. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to getting over to the to the MCG and watching a game. Haven't left state for a little while, so, so that'll be good fun. Well, happy travels when it comes to that. Now, um, while I've got you, I know you're one of our uh, – you follow the basketball quite closely. Now, the FIBA – what is it, the Asia Cup, has, I think, just concluded in yep. Australia, won it? Yeah, they did. They beat Lebanon in the final. Um, and, look, it wasn't the strongest Australian team we've ever seen, but – uh, it's really about building the sport in the region and and competing, you know, in a, in an Asia Cup. Australia, obviously, with all their top players, you know, would easily beat most of the teams in Asia. But it was fantastic effort from the team that was selected. Son Maker was a bit of a star uh, in the final. Fourteen blocks, eight rebounds. Uh, sorry, fourteen points, eight rebounds, three blocks, three assists. And both him and Mitch McCarron, to add some Adelaide favour, captain of the Adelaide 36ers, made the all-star team. Um, and uh, they were coached by Mike Kelly, the Perth assistant coach, so um, and former Cairns Taipans coach. So it was a great effort from Australia. They didn't lose the game. Um, they won a couple quite easily. But uh, I guess it's more of a, if you want a, a second-string Australian side, but uh, they did very well and did the Aussies proud and, and won the, won the Asia Cup by two points over Lebanon. Now, would any of these players be in this three-by-three three basketball, or that is that quite a separate uh, playing talent pool? Uh, it's, it's separate, but there is some NBL flavour to the Commonwealth Games team, and I know you're looking at that tonight. So I'm looking forward to this three-on-three three competition uh, at the Commonwealth Games. Um, it's fast, it's exciting, and there is some NBL talent there. So former Perth Wildcat Greg Hire is there. Tom Wright's one of the players. Jesse Wagstaff, current Perth Wildcat, is in the team as well. And from Adelaide, DJ Daniel Johnson is in the team as well, as far as the men's go. And there's a women's team in the 3 by 3 comp, which is uh, Alex Wilson, Marina Whittle, both play for the, for the uh, Adelaide Lightning. And Lauren Mansfield, who's been playing WNBL forever, uh, she's part of the team as well. And Lauren uh, Scherf make up the four. So they have four players, only three on court at a time. And um, I think the Aussies will go pretty well. It's one of those sports that I'm hoping to be able to catch bits and pieces of that's thrown up because of these Commonwealth Games that I don't probably don't really follow previous, but... Yeah, a few th- times when we come to Commonwealth Games and Olympic Games, those sorts of things, you get a few sports you don't usually get to watch. And, yeah, the three-on-three three three is one I'm going to look look yeah. out for. It's, it's a bit like uh, the big bash of basketball, the, if you put it that way. <laughs> that works. That works. All right, great. And yeah. uh, any other particular sports you're looking forward to with the Com Games? As, as you're right, we are doing a Commonwealth Games preview across this early time in the overnight crowd. Oh, look, I think everyone just becomes uh, an instant expert um, on all sports in the Commonwealth Games. Uh, love the swimming, obviously. I'm looking forward to that. I'll, I'll watch anything and everything over the next few weeks and uh, also listen to some of the coverage on SEN.
Brilliantly done. Uh, Paul Bonza joining us from SENSA, as he always does each week. I say always does, but next week, Bonds, we'll probably have the week off because of SEN's exclusive Australian rate. We're the radio rights holder, and we will be covering, of course, the Commonwealth Games across this time slot. So, Bonds, might be a couple of weeks until we speak to you again. So, take care. I'll miss you, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks for your time tonight. It's always great to have you on. Very well. Paul Bonza from SENSA. We're asking the question across the show, of course, with the Commonwealth Games, doing our lead-in, trying to prepare as to what you would like to make sure we are totally across. What are you looking forward to? Let us know. 0433 98 11 16 is the text line. Or if you'd like to call up and chat about your favourite Commonwealth Games memories, 1300 736 736. Let's talk soon on The Overnight Crowd. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.